This is going to be and go down as a groundbreaking report. I have been talking about a source that's resurfaced recently. He gave me at one time, and this is back in the Jade Helm 16 days, a list of percentage breakdown of a Pentagon study that was done if there was a coup in America, how the various branches would likely go and what percentage of each branch would support a coup. And of course, there are different variables involved. But effectively, it went down like this. Air Force, uh, totally under control of the CIA, the NSA, they were created at the same time. Not to say that certain Air Force people would not break away, but you'd see them be the least likely to support the president. The Navy would likely not support the president as much either, except for the submarine force. This may have changed in recent years. The Army is split. The Marines are solidly in the camp of the president. The Space Force was owned by the Air Force. Now, Trump has said, we've created a Space Force. No, he didn't. He took the Space Force over, is in the process of purging it, much like what Obama was trying to do to the military before he left office when he got, over, when he got rid of over 400 command officers. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have a split military with what's coming. And I'm going to talk about uh, something that Hal Turner referenced. I'm going to talk about a discussion I had with Steve Quayle. More importantly, I'm going to be talking about my references to good military intelligence sources that I have and what they say on this topic. That when the, 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 say, the, the day of decision comes, where is the military going to be on all this? And are we really truly facing a civil war? My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we are brought to you by PatriotSolarBank.com. These guys are fantastic. They got a device that will charge your cell phone instantly. And it can charge two electronic devices at once. It's solar powered. You'll never need batteries. And it does a whole lot more, including having a fuel compass. I want you to check it out. PatriotSolarBank.com for the complete list of what this product does. Look at the price. You go, wow, this is incredibly cheap. And you can take an additional 20% off using the coupon code Hodges20. Well, a lot of people think that the military is going to uniformly go on one side or the other. No, 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 no. Let me lay down what the Democratic plan is, okay? This is really, really simple to understand. The Democrats are controlled by the deep state. This is not the Democrats of your grandparents. The Democrats were liberal, but liberal meant something different in the day gone by. It meant spending more money on social causes, less on military. The Democrats have changed their uh, tactic. They now go with the military. They want war. Why? because they want the military to cozy up to them. They want the defense contractors to cozy up to them, the people that make the war, because they know when the coup comes, because they can't win an election legitimately, they're going to need a military presence to carry this out. So you've noticed a real shift in the Democratic Party towards the uh, coup attempt that will be coming if impeachment, and then later they're going to try this 25th Amendment, get Trump out of office on mental illness capability. Um, this is something that is coming, but a coup will follow. The Democrats and the deep state, particularly deep state, cannot allow Trump to go into a second term. Why? He's probably going to appoint at least two more Supreme Court justices. That means that he will have appointed four justices. That's almost unheard of. And that means the court will have a conservative bent for decades. 
And that's something that the deep state that wants to give away this country to communist ideals with a new world order, that means they can't tolerate this. So they have to get Trump out now and get a liberal in. And I've been talking about all the facts are lining up that Hillary is going to be that big opponent. And she is targeted as she was in 2016 to usher in the new world order to America. Now let's break it down. What is likely going to happen? This is something people I've alluded to over and over and over. I've covered each individual segment. Now I'm going to go through and give you a macro view of what we have already covered here on the Common Sense Show, something that Steve Quayle and I discussed no, no longer than about 30 minutes ago, something I've talked to three of my top sources about in the last 24 hours. Now, I, how do I say this? Uh, and and, and well, let's just, let's just say it, just overview. Um, impeachment, and then they got to go after Pence. They might feel they could beat Pence in the election, but I don't think they will. Uh, they've got to get Pence out too. Nancy Pelosi has to end up in the White House for a short time to then usher in Hillary as VP, and then a resignation puts her on top, and she runs as the incumbent, or we don't have an election at all. And we've said this. I've heard that we're not having an election every election since H.W. Bush. This time, it's not crying wolf. This time, that's a real possibility. Um, if we have a 2020 election, oh, gosh, you're going to have violence in the streets, intimidation at the polls. We saw this in 2016. Uh, we also saw it in 2008 when Obama ran the first time, and you had the o Obama community activist groups out there that were uh, intimidating people at the polls. We will see mass violence, mass voter intimidation, attempted voter fraud like we have never, ever seen in this country. But let's assume here that impeachment doesn't work. Let's assume that the 25th Amendment to get the president out on disability clause for mental illness, which will follow up impeachment, that won't work. We've already heard the Democrats saying if he even gets in the second term, we're going to have another impeachment. They are never going to allow a conservative because of the control of the Supreme Court ever get into the 2021 to 2025 presidential term. They will do anything to stop it. And when they lose their legislative remedies, they will then quickly move into their military options. But it'll start with their paramilitary options. Uh, at what level can they force a change? At what level will we actually end up in civil war? I will say this, and you're going to laugh when I say it, but think it through. The Democrats really don't want civil war any more than you do. And I'm talking the top level. It's Pelosi and Feinstein. Well, of course they do. Need. No, no. They would like to affect a change with as little consternation as possible. They got a rule over the nation that's left behind. And they'd rather rule over a nation that sees the change as a process of government as opposed to a process of bullying. So they will try low-level violence first to cause national upheaval and then use this as a precursor to try to impeach the president one more time. That'll be moveon.org. That'll be all the Soros organizations and all the paramilitaries will come out at the low levels. Not successful. Your second phase is very simple. It's all these embedded forces that have been here. MS-13, I've covered this since 2014, about how MS-13 was allowed into this country by deep state controlled aspects of the DHS along with UN cooperation. I covered this time after time after time. 
Congressman Bridenstine, and I covered this, tried to go to Fort Sill to look at various aspects of this, including their offshoot child sex trafficking operations. And he was told to come back and make an appointment two weeks later. Uh, this has been underway and has flown in the face of conservative uh, politicians for a long time. So phase two will then be ramped up. This is where we'll get the MS-13. This is where we'll get what I've been calling the Tet Offensive. You'll have widespread cartel violence. Remember, cartels are controlled by who? Communist Chinese. That's the CSJ, uh, excuse me, the CJNG gang that is starting to move into rural areas and control drug trafficking. That's the Sinaloas and your major urban centers. You're going to see violence on an unprecedented scale. And that doesn't even count the embedded terrorists that we have. James Comey, as I've mentioned many times, said on July 4th, 2016, we have ISIS cells in every state in the union. That's when they're going to come out. You're going to see holy hell on earth. I'll tell you, there was a year, and I don't recall the year, but in the old TV show from Fox uh, in Kiefer Sutherland, the show 24, they had a, a season where the opening couple of episodes were nothing but un, uh, unbroken series of terror attacks across the country. Uh, that actually was predictive of what's coming, but what's coming will be on a far grander scale. You, you will not be able to walk down the street with safety and certainty during this time because terrorist attacks, random violence against certain groups of people are going to occur in a moment's notice. This is their plans. Listen, there are people who are connected to the highest levels of the military who have told many people, not just me, many people in the independent media, this is what they're anticipating coming. Now, the UN passed the Kigali principles for a reason, and they got Obama to sign on to it for a reason. And the Kigali principles say this, that the UN can militarily, with 28 nations as its signatories, we're the 29th, they can enter into a country on their own volition and they can make things the way they see fit. It's a blank card for a multinational invasion of the United States. And they will see that the U.S. is in chaos. We must come to the rescue. That's the cover story. This is why they're training groups like the Mexican National Guard. April 9th, 2019, Washington Post article talked about training the Mexican National Guard for, quote, humanitarian purposes. Since when do you train the military for humanitarian purposes? It's a kill or be killed proposition. So that is phase two. The paramilitaries wreak unbelievable hell. The UN asserts itself. Now we get to the third phase. This is where it gets really, really interesting. Where will the military fall down? Now, if this were 2011, when they did the first Pentagon study on this, the military, about 65% would have solidly fallen into the camp of the president. Now I don't know, and neither do a lot of people I talk to. Um, Obama did a lot of damage uh, with firing 400 senior command officers and replacing them with abject liberals. So that's a problem. And this is why he was firing all these military commanders. This is why there was an attempted coup on the follow-up of Benghazi, but Obama and Panetta got it stopped. Uh, with embedded CIA inside the people who were going against uh, Obama in this coup of opportunity. If you wonder what I'm talking about and you've never heard about it, uh, go look up Benghazi on the uh, Common Sense Show website and look at the, uh, um, should I say, the groundbreaking article of the day at that time when I talked about the coup that almost pulled off the downfall of the Obama administration. 
using Ambassador Stevens as as the um, as the bargaining chip and all this. And you'll look at the detail, and and you'll look at General Ham's involvement, um, and and the Navy's involvement, and how the CIA stopped it. So that's all right there, ladies and gentlemen. We've been at the precipice with this before, but right now this is where it falls down. We have undetermined allegiances inside our military. Which way will they go? A lot of people are not sure. Some people will just say as near they can determine it's a 50-50 split, which means the American military could turn in on itself. And before you say, oh, no, that couldn't happen. Well, no one believed that General Lee, who was a great American prior to the Civil War, one of the best, most respected, revered generals would ever go with the South. And the only reason he went with the South is not because he loved slavery or Southern ideals. He was loyal to his state. And that was real common in that day where oftentimes a state allegiance would outweigh a federal allegiance. And this is why he went the way we went. You cannot predict what some of these commanders are going to do. And as I said earlier in this broadcast, you've got a situation where the uh, Democrats have cozied up to the military by saying, yeah, we need Syria. We'll support those false flags and those fake chemical attacks and all those things because we know someday we may need the military to make the change that we can't make politically. And so this whole thing has been turned upside down, right side up. It's absolutely insane how this country could be carved up like a Thanksgiving turkey. I'm going to have to rerun an article in a couple of days that I did on the Bosnian Civil War from a firsthand perspective where I actually interviewed, and I didn't use the man's name because he was still afraid of retribution, about what it was like to live in the Bosnian Civil War. Well, that Bosnian Civil War because the population's smaller, the scope is smaller, and the weapons aren't as severe, and the militaries weren't as large, the Bosnian Civil War will seem like kindergarten recess compared to what could be coming inside the United States. We could literally have holy hell on earth, but see, that's not the worst thing. When America's weakened and in chaos, then you come stage four. That's when we get hit with the Red Dawn invasion. This is why I've kept Red Dawn, Red Dawn invasion out in front of everybody since 2014. This is why I've researched this more than probably anything else I've looked at here on the Common Sense Show, because I know this is the end game. Nuclear weapons may or may not be in our future. I have some colleagues in the independent media, people I love and trust, that think we're going to get nuked by Russia and China. I recognize that's a distinct possibility. But I also know that the Chinese are recently on the record, genocide against America is their national policy, but using nuclear weapons is not a desired outcome because they want to occupy this country and take its mineral resources. They don't want to occupy a burned out cinder. So I think that the nuclear option is way farther down the road. I think we're going to see conventional. And then we're going to see the paramilitaries versus a divided military. And we're going to see Red Dawn forces. You know, 32 out of 34 Latin American nations four years ago, did not invite Canada and the U.S. to their CELAC meetings. That's CELAC, which is a uh, Central South American uh, American Hemisphere organization. They hate us. They've formed allegiances with the Russians and the Chinese from uh, Mexico to Nicaragua uh, to Panama to Brazil. Now, Brazil's kind of moved back towards us with their conservative leadership, but I would look for that person to be assassinated also, too, Colombia right now has become an ally of the U.S., as has El Salvador, but that's very, very, very tenuous at this time. The rest of those nations, 
Well, Chile and Ecuador and Bolivia, all going through civil unrest sponsored by George Soros, they're moving to the left. They're moving to support China. Chinese are moving entire villages into Chile. And I get the letters. Well, I don't get them anymore. For a long time, I was getting emails from expats. Those email routes to Dave Hodges have been shut off from that region. How do I know? Because I used to get three and four a day, uh, people that would follow me and what I was saying about Central and South America. Now I'm getting none, zero. Even if I pissed them off, I wouldn't have pissed off 100% of them. And at least some of them would be writing me to say, Dave, you're really full of crap. I'm not even getting those messages. I'm getting nothing. It's a complete blackout, which tells me that's part of the coup attempt, taking down the internet. Oh, by the way, speaking of taking down the internet, let's talk about the plan for America. Let's talk about the plan that's going to actually extend into this takeover. If the coup is successful, America and Steve Quayle, and I've covered this uh, independently of each other, but accurately the same, we will be divided into a 10-region country, and each will have a military governor and a political leader. The governor of Virginia will be one of those territorial leaders, and he's telling you what's happening. I got to believe he's really made people mad that are behind him because he has tipped his hand, and you're going, what do you mean tipped his hand? He has basically said that he will send a National Guard to target gun owners. He'll cut off their internet. He's going to take away their homes. The next step is re-education camps. That's the only thing he hasn't mentioned. Um, this is the plan to go after dissident groups. And my source, one of my best sources, has told me he doesn't think that they're going to do much in the way of roundups. He thinks they're going to do much in the way of just doing away with people. Um, he said that that will be a consolidation phase as part of the takeover in the final stages. Uh, so this is what we're looking at, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, I'm not proprietary in having this information. There are many people in the military who are gravely concerned about what's coming. Many recent retirees, which is the best source of information, because if they don't reveal classified information, then they only have to worry about personal safety. They don't have to worry necessarily about being dragged back in the military court-martialed. So we get good information from that particular group, and I am not alone in getting this information. You saw it with Hal Turner. You're going to see it soon with Steve Quayle and what he's saying. Uh, Doug Hagman, I know, is on this. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, <laughs> strap in, uh, gear up, prep up, because I'm telling you right now, uh, if you don't have the food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tool and alliances with your neighbors, we're in for a long, long haul. We live in very, very uncertain times. I wrote an article late this morning, and I talked about the importance of remaining true to the Lord, that national survival may not be in our cards or may not be a miracle for America. There could be. But the humans, when you look at the Bible, unless they're anointed, and those people that did the anointing of human miracles in the past are no longer around, unless the two archangels would do it. We can't do miracles. I mean, you read the article and look at the scripture I quoted. I, I kind of think it's either we come to the Lord on bended knee as a nation, and we bow down to his authority and ask for uh, forgiveness. We repent, and then maybe we'll be restored. That's a real possibility. But Steve Quayle has been saying it for as long as I've ever heard him. And I I heard Steve 10, 15 years long before I ever got in this business. And Steve was just saying that we don't have physical solutions to these problems, 
the problems that have have solutions are, are spiritually oriented. They're spiritually based. I could not agree more with what Steve has been saying for over two decades. He's been very, very consistent in this message. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying to you, this is a good time to be a Christian, and it's a tough time to be a Christian. This is why Christians are the most persecuted minority across the planet, because the other side, the devil, fears what we can do. They fear what we can do in the Lord's name. They fear what the Lord will do for us if we are loyal to him. So if you're concerned about national survival, I think I've given you the only path to doing so. And I look around our country and I'll say, my gosh, things are going to have to change before enough of the country bows down on bended knee. So we stop looking like Sodom and Gomorrah to the Lord himself, because that's what we live in right now. We live in the United States of Sodom and Gomorrah. And America's rejecting a lot of this. I mean, Netflix and Amazon Prime, they're bleeding customers right now. Bleeding customers because people don't want to see their liberal BS on TV. They don't want to see it. And so they're walking away from it. That's a positive sign. But walking away needs to translate into overt acts of faith and no, no holding back, no separation of church and state. You see, that's been perverted too. You see, the founding fathers wanted freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. Big, big difference. But the latter has been perverted into our mainstream since the prohibition of prayer in the public school. Just so interesting. Congress, they start each session with a prayer. So does the Supreme Court. But our kids are not allowed to pray. Go figure that one out. Anyway, I've given you a lot to chew on. This is huge. I understand. This is one of the more important broadcasts I've done because it's a declaration of intent. I'm not giving in. And I will tell you, if they impeach Donald Trump, I'm going to do the proverbial citizen sit-down strike. Martin Luther King, the great Martin Luther King, who know how to move uh, political bodies. He knew how to affect social change in a nonviolent way better than anyone else who's ever lived in this country. Martin Luther King taught me one important lesson. Don't participate in an illegitimate system. He did the sit-down strikes. Okay, that's fine. I'm thinking we do the non-participation strikes, and I talked about that this morning. In other words, don't go to their corporate-owned stores. Go to mom and pop. Uh, network with each other. Trade and barter as much as you possibly can so you're not paying taxes to an illegitimate government. They can't control that. You know, they're trying, though. You know, the city of Surprise, which is trying to overtake my unincorporated area in Maricopa County, do you know they actually send spies out to find garage sales? And if you haven't got the permission form uh, from the city of Surprise, they find you big money for not reporting and getting permission for your garage sale. And then, of course, they'll report you to the IRS for income violation reporting. This is the time we live in. I mean, this is absolute insanity. But what I'm saying is sit-down strike is coming if they take this country over. I will not participate. And by the way, if the Bosnian Civil War teaches me anything, I'm going to get my M16 by God, and I'm going to get out into the street, and I'm going to shoot the blue helmets. That's got to be the dumbest ass thing I've ever heard. All someone like that is going to do is get themselves killed and endanger their family and neighbors. Sit down strike is the way to go. We will not affect a change. Now, if there's a choosing up of sides and the battle lines are drawn, that's a whole different ballgame. But I'm talking about initially resisting this takeover that could come with the impeachment of the president. I am not participating in this government, plain and simple. This is an illegitimate process. 
It's designed to disenfranchise the American voter. We made a choice for four years. We know these charges are totally bogus. We know they're all politically motivated. And should they pull it off because they have enough senators that are blackmailed and compromised because of their dirty past, I'm not participating in this. I will not support a government that's run on this basis. That means that when Donald Trump leaves office, I'm declaring that a coup against the United States has been successful. And I'm going to react accordingly. And I would encourage all of you to do the same thing. And we don't have to make a declaration of intent. All we need to do is do what I said. Trade, barter, stay out of their stores. You limit the amount of tax exposure you have because you're off the grid in terms of your economic activities as much as possible. Grow your own food as much as you can. Become as independent as you can. And watch them try to pass the laws. They've already done this. Remember in Colorado when they made it illegal to trap rainwater? What the hell do you think they were practicing for? It's all right. I'll trap the rainwater. They can't enforce it. They can't be everywhere at once. What I'm talking about is a post-coup response. Do I think impeachment is going to be successful? Well, some people in the Senate say, no way. I'm not so quick to say that. I think it has a real chance. I don't know what the percentage is. It depends how many compromised senators via the Franklin scandal kind of behavior is there. Did the Epstein empire touch them? And if they have uh, dirty baggage, yeah, they could be compromised and their vote could be bought. And we could end up in this situation. So a lot to digest, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, I think of all the broadcasts I've done, this may be the one that you want to spread far and wide. And I would say this to liberals who listen to this. They go, oh, that Hodges guy, he's crazy, man. I hope he's on the hit list right in the beginning. Okay, but please consider this. You're creating a cesspool for your children to live in. You are abandoning and supporting people, abandoning the rule of law. The very things that give your children freedom and an opportunity to be what God intended them to be are, is being ripped away in this country. You are going to see such a redistribution of wealth all done under the guise of climate change. You are not going to believe what's coming. I'm telling you right now, you liberals and you liberal Congress people, because I understand some of them come in here to see what the crazy Hodges man is talking about. Let me say this to you. You are the brown shirts. Those who affect the change typically don't live to enjoy the change. That's what history teaches us. You look at the two-faceted aspect of the Russian Revolution. You look at most revolutions across the planet. They usually turn in on themselves. That almost happened here with America in the Articles of Confederation. Because of George Washington's strong leadership, we averted it barely. We will see a purge against you people that think that liberalism is such a wonderful idea and you'll curry favor with our new benefactors from the New World Order you are so full of crap, you don't know your history. You might want to read about revolutions for a while and see where you sit in this, because I promise you, I have as great a chance as surviving what's coming as you brown shirts like Nancy Pelosi and the like have of getting through this and not being exterminated. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Again, please share this far and wide. If you haven't done so and you're new to the Common Sense Show, please subscribe, and we'll see you back here next time.